Hey, um, what is up? Welcome to the Hypothetical Comedy Podcast. I am Funky Sam Medina. And I am Athena Rodriguez. And we are here with comedian Keely Wolf. What's up, Keely? How you doing? Good. How are you guys? Doing good. Doing good. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Thank you for having me. We were just talking about, uh, like, before we started recording, like, time zones in Arizona and California and the differences and stuff. Are you from, born and raised in Arizona? Yeah, I'm actually a sixth-generation Arizonan, so wow. I got my roots in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So you never really had to deal with the time changes, which is pretty neat, I guess. Nope. I, I travel a lot, and sometimes that gets a little confusing, but other than that, I'm like, I don't worry about it. Nice. Do you travel for comedy or just for pleasure? Um, a little bit of both. I definitely would say that traveling for comedy is uh, now a, a more of a pleasure yeah than that's true when my parents would just take us and we did nothing we'd go see like a glacier or something and i'm like oh that's cool now i'm enter- <laughs> i'm entertaining people now so i'm like i feel like i have a purpose now i'm not over here like oh natural wonder of the world <laughs> wow so your parents i guess took you a lot of vacations to look at cool shit when you were a kid well, of course, yeah, to like, them, I guess. Like, <laughs> like old faithful and everything. So we went to wow. like the four corners because Arizona. We have a lot of monuments here too. We got we got the Grand Canyon. We have one of the seven wonders. Wow, that's crazy. I've never been anywhere in my life. I mean, I've been places, but like never anywhere like significant. I guess. What? You I've never go. been to like the Grand Canyon or the oh, yeah, or uh, the four corners or like uh, what are wow. those things called in, in North Dakota with the heads? The, uh, Mount Rushmore, never been any of those places. I had a dream that I went there and I told my mom and she's like, we never went there. (laughs) Well, it was pretty awesome to me. So fuck you. (laughs) Were they, were they different faces when you went, when you, in your dream? (laughs) No, it was like legit, like the most prettiest thing I've ever seen. I was like, wow, this is a really white rock right here. Like why is it so white? (laughs) They polish it, bleach it when we're gone. Wow. That's fun. Got people with their toothbrushes. (laughs) So you love it so much that when you don't go to places you, you dream about them. I, I definitely feel I have those weird manifesting dreams where I might not have been there but i've been there yeah it's like time traveling athena does that where she'll have it we'll go somewhere and she's like i've been here in a dream before yeah yeah it's it's like um deja vu yep like what is happening they're like you've never been here before and i'm like i know i've been here yes and it was way better then so (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh you know what uh tripped me out is uh I found out that like people don't have deja vu like all the time every day. <laughs> You're like, oh, so like, I'm just a spiritual entity. Thank <laughs> you. I'll take my title now. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, people think you're crazy when you start spiritually feeling stuff. And I'm like, I'm just in touch with my emotions way more than the average person. Yep, I hear you. Yeah, For absolutely. Sure. Like good. empaths and stuff. I hate being an empath because, like, my friends are going through some like rough shit. And I'm over here like crying for them, and they're like, "Why are you crying?" And I'm like, "So you don't have to cry later. It's it's for you, baby." <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's cool. How long? Uh, I guess how long have you been into like the spiritual side of stuff? Because you sound like you you know you've been into it for a little while. Um, I. I wouldn't say that I got too far deep into it, but I probably started in my teens and now I'm 24. I never was like, oh, I want to like go talk to spirits and stuff, but they sometimes just decide to talk to me and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm glad I'm your safe place. Wow. That's incredible. Gotta be a little weird for them to want to talk to you. They're like, no (laughs) normies allowed. (laughs) Is it something that you like, you started feeling so you kind of looked into it a little bit more or is it like sparked your interest i think it was right after i left my actual religious side and was like you know what i feel things a lot more than just a god i'm like there's no way one person can make all this up i'm like there's just so much input and i'm like i know that there's details about it but 
there's just so much more complexity of human beings than we realize yeah i agree absolutely that's cool i mean i i do agree with you like i remember going to church and stuff and being a kid and i'm always like there has to be more than just some dude on a throne with this with a scepter and a crown like there has yeah. to be more to it than that you know like king Triton and a little mermaid oh my God. they try to say three and one like three people are one person i'm like then he's not one person yeah. <laughs> like i'm gonna bulletproof this but there's always going to be some holes in it. That's just religion. Yeah, yep. absolutely. I mean, there's there's probably much holes in everything <laughs> these days. Holes in it's all holy. Hell yeah. <laughs> so so growing up uh, in uh, Arizona and stuff, uh, at what point did you like decide that you were funny and like you kind of wanted to get into comedy? Yeah. Um, I had like wanted to for about six months. I had planned it, but like the works schedule that I had I never got to go to any open mics or try it out so they accidentally gave me a day off and I was like you know what screw it so I signed up for an open mic that you had to do online and absolutely bombed and I was like wow I love this feeling I got so much attention (laughs) but um yeah it was about a year ago when I actually fully decided to start this career Wow, only a year ago, and you are kind of everywhere. I mean, you're posting these flyers, you're on all these shows, you're like, you're in pretty high demand. So for being a year in, that's incredible. Yeah. I just love it, and I treat every show like it is my last show. Every show deserves that promotional level. I appreciate any time someone allows me to do what I love doing personally, and the fact that they took the time to put me on that flyer I want to share it. I'd be like, look at me. I'm famous. Look at my little face on there. That's my name on that. <laughs> it's great. It's funny. You said that your first mic was an online mic because we thought that we were uh, part of your first show was the grief show you did a few months ago. Um, oh, you thought that sure. was one of my first shows? That was my first online show. So the open mics here, sometimes you have to do an online sign up in order to get a time slot. Oh, you sign up online. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's makes sense. I think you meant you did the show online. No, uh, the grief one was my first online show that I've ever done. I actually liked that a lot. I was, I was like, okay, I like it's this show. This show. Is, yeah, it's, it's a, a really good I mean, show. It's a good show. Like, um, it's a really good like themed. I guess theme is a good, uh, not really good way to say it, but like, yes. it's a good like cause because everybody feels this, but nobody really wants to talk about it. Grief. Mm-hmm. and yep. so for all these comics to go up and make these jokes and laugh about it it's it's really like therapeutic and amazing and so angela really sets up a good environment for we that love that we yeah. love that angela let us help and be a part of that because i i honestly think that like death is very tragic but you can't like ignore the the most ridiculous details peppered in to that experience and that's and it's what, not just death. Yeah. Like everyone, like grief is so many different things. I'm like, yep. People grieve so many, like financial grief, um, relationship grief. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's just grief. Yeah, people give you a lot of grief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I just feel like she definitely put me in tune with that because when I would go to open mics, I was like. I got to hide this about myself. I don't want anyone to know my dark side. I don't want anyone to think that I'm a sad person. And then I started like letting go of some of my suicidal ideation just to let it go. Because instead of just balling it up like I used to, where I'd be like just sad, mopey at home, I go to an open mic and I'm like, you know what? I have five minutes to just release. Yeah. And whatever people think about me later on it's out in the universe now and i don't have to worry about it anymore Mm -hmm. i'm at peace and i think more people need to realize that it's okay to still be sad and show people that side yes yeah that's incredible i think uh and then you know you're very you're very uh how do i want to say this i think that's a very good way to look at it and i think that you're going to be with that theory you're going to be helping other people too in the future 
True. Yeah. Because I still have people come up to me after Mike and they're like, wow, that that made me feel normal. That made me feel not so alone anymore. And I think that's what comedy was meant to be. It's meant to bring people together through dark times, funny times, weird times, and just let it go. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I like that the the it's almost like while you're expressing yourself, um, not only are you letting the audience know that it's okay to express yourself, but also saying it's okay to let someone express themselves. Uh, yes. I don't think we we really noticed how, you know, an audience can accept us and let us be sad in our sad moment and know it's going to be okay. Let me just get it out and it's going to be okay. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I wanted to bring it to the younger generation. It's not like any of this adult content, but I've been wanting to do like a children's comedy show, not really just a talent show. But some of my friends got some funny kids. I'm like, I know you did this <laughs> material. Your kid did. And you can thank them for that material. But they got just some funny jokes. And sometimes they'll see them at the family open mics where they'll go up and they'll tell a silly little joke. And it's the cutest thing ever. I'm like, you're, you're like doing what I wish I could have done at a young age. Yeah, just be a ham. Like, <laughs> just be happy. Just really, I'm like, let people be weird because we're just like trying to put them all in this little box at school. And I'm my my son's in special needs classes. He's never gonna be. Let me uh, be the normal kid here. Let me just follow everything. I'm like, he's gonna be that spastic kind person, and I would rather have that. Would I rather have the weird kind person? as its son than the asshole I do everything right because mommy said so mm-hmm. yeah yeah absolutely do they have like kids open mics and like family show open mics that over is there? dope I haven't heard of that around here they have one at Jared's I'm gonna be going to it today and we've had kids go up and just a lot of fun they get inspired by us Aww. and it's so cute I think the youngest we had last time was an eight-year-old and they looked like a barbarian, like not a barbarian, but uh, like a Viking child. They had like like, amazing braids, this gorgeous long hair, and they just started telling jokes. And I was like, you're the best set of the night. I'm jealous that I didn't come up with this. (laughs) That is so rad. That is really rad. I think that's amazing. Uh, Because, you know, like you said, kids can be funny too. do that. Oh, yeah. I think kids are way funnier. Oh, my gosh. So freaking hilarious. I mean, I just the ability to not care what. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you have no conscience about what people think of you. And they're like, no, I don't care. They don't even know what that is yet at this point in their life. Exactly. And I wish more kids were still instilled with that. Because I I grew up with the I don't give a fuck bone or something. Because anytime someone tried to tell me you're not going to do something, I went and did it. And then I went deep into the paint with it. Oh, so so they, they found out real quickly. I'm like, don't tell me no, because it's an automatic yes for me. And I'm going to show you that it's still a yes for me. That's good. That's a good attitude to also get into comedy with, really. Because oh, I care no what people thought when I said I was like, you know what, this is funny. But if I if I had that guilt still, because when I first started, I still had that guilt of you shouldn't be saying that out loud. That's not appropriate. And now I'm like, you know what? Me and my man were dogging it out today. Be jealous of me and my happiness. But you just the more the less you care, the happy you are. Like a kunamatata. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, that's, that's how I yeah. live. No worries. <laughs> I, I heard it was an art form because there there was a book that I had recently read. Uh, called the subtle art of not giving a fuck 
Yes. Um, I love that book. Great book. Oh yeah. That's cool. Well, I mean, it basically says pick your battles. Like what is worth your energy and time to think about? Like, do you spend a lot of your time and energy giving a fuck about things that really don't even matter at all? Not even to you. You're just thinking about them. <laughs> so I, I thought you I was have really to cool. learn that you have to learn that in relationships too. even as being a parent, you're like, what battle am I going to choose to oh, yeah. lose today? Because <laughs> you're going to lose them all, unfortunately. You just got to pick which one is worth losing a little bit more. Like, I I will fight the battle of please brush your teeth. But you wearing pajamas all day? Go ahead. <laughs> Go right ahead. As long as you're comfortable and hygienic, that's all that matters. Yes. Those Hell are two yeah. good battles. That's a very good example, actually. <laughs> I'm like, that's I just how I feel. Such a fight about teeth. I'm like, don't you? It's the sensory. You feel that? <laughs> it's such a sensory thing. Like I have to. Uh, I had to put it in a calendar. I have to have a set time now because I'm like, I'm gonna feel this unpleasant feeling for at least two minutes out of my day. So we gotta have this planned out. Because as soon as I have an unpleasant feeling, I'm like, you're going to, I'm going to be a bitch for the next 20 minutes. I hope you're ready. <laughs> is that in your, is that in your schedule, bitch? For the time? <laughs> Scheduled 20 minutes of bitching. I love it. <laughs> Except my man never sees the calendar or the schedule for that. <laughs> it's just a it just comes reminder up. five minutes prior. <laughs> Start bitching in five minutes. I'm not ready. Wait. You got five minutes. Are you starting? Can I get the light? <laughs> wow. That's great. I like that. Yeah, that's incredible. Wow, so, I never even said that. That was that was spot on funny right there, guys. I, I love that. <laughs> It. Women have schedules of bitching. Love that. <laughs> right? Where the nobody can say anything back. You just let me. Just like, let me know. <laughs> and it's usually when you're scrubbing the dishes or you're right? doing <laughs> that you abs- and you're all mumbling under your breath. Why the fuck is there piss on the toilet seat again? <laughs> Every fucking time. I like it. I'm going to go for a walk during those times. Oh, yeah? <laughs> you just plan your reminder to walk. Like, oh, There's the so many time? walks. I'm going to take a walk at that time. <laughs> I think walking just saves you from everything. I walk at Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, yeah. I walk at family reunions. I'm like, I'll take a quick walk. <laughs> that too. Oh, yeah. I'm taking a walk after my walk, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Like you just went on a walk, yeah. It was long enough. <laughs> my my legs don't feel. That was yet. the warm up. That was the warm up walk. I was just stretching my legs that time. <laughs> Can you imagine someone never being home? They're just walking all the time. Hey, there's people who walk all the time. Literally, so many men. If I see them walking in Arizona after oh ten a.m., I'm like, "Oh, you fucked up, bad dude." Dang, <laughs> you got her mad in the morning. There's only reason why men walk is if they're in the doghouse. <laughs> that right there. Well, I mean, if you're a dog, you better walk too. That's true oh, too. Dang. That's true too. Hey, so uh, when you started doing comedy, you said you bombed the first time. Uh, yes. How did it, like, you just started going back and you just, like, just didn't give up? How did that go for you? So I bombed that first time and then I kind of let it mull over for the weekend. And then there was another one on Monday. And I was like, you know what? I'll try this one out. And it was for Do Better Comedy. And so it honestly was a way more supportive mic. There was actual people there. Um, more people in tune with my style of comedy because I'm a flirtatious comic. I say raunchy things. If you're not ready for that, don't don't let me open for you because this crowd is going <laughs> to be real open after. 
<laughs> whoever's got to follow me up they're like man i gotta talk about my dick now <laughs> right? and it's probably about it being too small. oh my gosh it's funny because my comedy weird is, my comedy is fairly clean and so like it's like very like punny and like you know wordplay and stuff and so like when somebody's up there and they're being like super raunchy and the crowd is just like eating it up i'm just like oh no they're gonna hate me <laughs> No, they don't hate him ever. Uh, sometimes, but it's, it happens. How'd <laughs> that happen? I've I've had crowds that are just like, oh yeah. Why has it always got to be the white conservatives? I'm like, you look like my parents, <coughs> so I know why you don't accept me. But like, oh excuse me. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> don't like <mind> me. <coughs> All right, clip that part out. All right, good. That's great. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, leave it in. That's my <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, we'll keep it in just for you. If, if your lady ain't choking on smoke or dick, where's she gonna? <laughs> like, like, let's just be honest. If she's choking on smoke, she'll definitely choke on your dick. That's, that's, <laughs> a, that's a ride or die right there. It happens. <laughs> not on, not on, yeah. not on, uh, not live on a podcast though. Even though we're not live, <laughs> um, yes, that that's on the OnlyFans. Yeah, that, yeah, that's OnlyFans. There you go. Hell yeah, absolutely. Uh, so how was the? How was the, like? So you had that experience. How was the Arizona comedy scene like for you? Honestly, I definitely have seen it get a lot better. I definitely have my group of people that I definitely I get along with most people but I definitely have my my little clique or uh, of ladies that are just very supportive want to see all of us succeed and have a good time that's so good I, awesome. I do all female shows too I love those shows I'm sorry but if there's a man hosting and it's an all-female show mwah. <laughs> I'm like, yes, finally a man learning how to start shit, but let women finish first. <laughs> That's cool. But yeah, they they have those here too. Do you guys have all female lineups over there? Or do they? Yeah, do some people produce all female lineups. There's there's some shows like that. Yeah, they're they're peppered around. Um, they're starting to get a little bit more momentum nowadays. Yeah, so not a, that's not enough fun stuff to look forward to. Not enough. But then you also have those guys that are going like, "Oh, why can't I be on the show like this? Oh, why oh can't I?" Oh my gosh! And then they argue and the but it's just like the other and... ones, like the Latina or the African American mm-hmm. ones. I'm like, I would never interject and be like, "Why can't I be on your show?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah, absolutely." Yeah, in fact, there's this because comic. Uh, there's this comic here named Wonder Dave, and he does mm-hmm. an LGBTQ open mic. And oh, recently, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, in the comments, people were some dude was giving him a shit because he couldn't be on the mic. Or I mean, I don't even think he even tried. I think he just assumed he couldn't be on it, and he was just giving him mm-hmm. shit about it. And it's like there's so many open mics for you to go to. It's just calm down. Oh, since he's not he's not an ally or anything. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's so weird. To it me. is really. I weird. feel like when you have the ability to go to almost there's so many. There's so yeah. many. And then you get mad about one. Yeah. Like, I just don't get it. It's just, it's so weird to me. <laughs> it's just, I, I think there needs to be a demographic for everyone. And too many people are like, well, I deserve to be on that show just because I'm funny. And I'm like, but there's other shows for you to be on. Yeah, mm-hmm. precisely. Exactly. Yeah. But that's cool though. I'm glad are you guys doing like a lot of all female shows out there what do you mean i don't know i mean there's like not that many here there's a few but like is it like pretty good the the scene for female comedy shows i honestly um every single time that i've done the all-female show here it's always been a packed out room it's become a standing room so overall i think they're very supportive um and and the producer alone has these groups that want to come out to comedy shows they're like well because you have to like i have to tone it down i've done clean comedy it's not my favorite (laughs) but i do have to tone down myself there and hone in another source of myself which is usually just me shitting on my man instead but (laughs) 
I'm like, if you want me to be clean, I'll go shit on my, my relationship. If you want me to be dirty, oh my God, he's so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I like how uh, clean is shooting on him and then uh, dirty is uh, talking about how great it is. <laughs> I I just feel like more women can relate when they're like, wow, my man didn't, you know, do the dishes last night. Or I, I talk about like the insurance for my roof and different things that he's like, when are you going to stop making a joke about that? And I'm like, when it's fixed. I'm going to, I'm going to keep saying it until it's no longer funny. That is hilarious. I feel like that's like uh, the first spin on um, what it's like to date a comedian kind of relationship woes, Mm. because you never think of it that way. It's like, so, well, I'm I'm just going to make a joke about this problem unless you pick until you fix it, you know? (laughs) He's like, you're a little sadistic. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm also uh, like a masochist. So like, sit down. (laughs) (laughs) buckling he's a musician so he understands more of the show mentality i'm sure he's probably like why you gotta make a joke (laughs) i don't know man i this is how i cope you're a problem right now i gotta make it no longer a problem in my head you gotta let it out. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm like, this is, babe, and there are women that kill their partners. Oh, shit. <laughs> Count your blessings. <laughs> <laughs> this is like compared to That's that. That's hella true, too. It is very true. I'm like, do you, I could be a murderer right now, but you know, you get to laugh about this with me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's like having a kid. Uh, like like having a man is like raising another child why are there so many like boxes open that are empty in my pantry (laughs) (laughs) why or they have just like the the, like smallest little remnant like that's a serving (laughs) is this turned into an all-female podcast (laughs) did i see my feminist podcast (laughs) get out of here Fix it and I won't joke about it. <laughs> She's going to use that I one. I was like, oh, great. That phrase now entered our relationship. <laughs> Fix this and I won't joke about it has entered the chat. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> you have to wear a shirt that says that. I feel like that's 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 a good brand. <laughs> Yeah, that actually, that would be a good T-shirt. Fix this, or I, I won't joke about it until it's fixed, or whatever you said. I think that would be <laughs> yes. a, good, a good phrase on a T-shirt for you. Oh <clears throat> yeah, that'd be awesome. Do you have any merch, any, any T-shirts, or anything yet? I have. I I do have a shirt that I wear. I didn't like the quality because as soon as I washed it, the print was like all oh, turned into eggshell crack, does, and does, I'm like. Yeah. But I do have stickers of the same logo. I'm looking for more things to do with my actual set list because my logo was just a little Kiwi because everyone grew up calling me that growing up. Oh, okay. That's cute. So I have like a little Kiwi and then my phrase that I say at the end of every set is fuck you for coming. And... (laughs) I just it's better than a thank you in my opinion I'm like if I didn't say that to you it means I didn't appreciate you being here at all I like it. if I say thank you you should be concerned like what is wrong with her yeah <laughs> is Why that a she cry for help thank you because you guys didn't laugh <laughs> <laughs> she's being polite is that a cry for help okay. <laughs> How dare she take us? I don't appreciate that. I think a cool thing would be for you to put like a like a knife or something in the kiwi, just because you're you have killer, killer. Yeah. Kiwi. Oh, I was thinking of uh like what a kiwi looks like, like the coloring, like the green and the seeds and stuff, but in it the shape looks... of a wolf. Oh, because oh. kiwi and then wolf. Like, okay. Yeah. I want to do something with my last name. Um, because I, I don't go by Killer Keely on stage. Um, okay. I definitely love using it as a handle, but 
I try to keep it simple. I don't want people to be like killer Keely Wolf, you know. Like I yeah. feel like, but it sounds so cool. It does like sound a wrestler. It does sound really <laughs> cool. I'm a wrestler. But that's good for me. I have, that's coming for me. I have Funky in front of my name, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Nah. We'll see. <laughs> We'll see. I want to, I, I definitely, I have a joke about um, wanting a pussy fade. I wanted something done with that. <laughs> I told you, he's like, this little clean comic over here is like, <laughs> just, just P word? I know another P word, penis. <laughs> so your, your, um, your jokes are like you said like raunchy and stuff and you're like kind of getting your your um your feelings out a little bit to get them out of your head do you mm-hmm. sit down and write things out or do you just kind of like go with what you're feeling in the in the day i do both because i definitely will write uh i shouldn't say i write while i'm driving but i do voice text on my phone <laughs> <laughs> i'm alone in my car so i'm like alone in my thoughts and the music doesn't drown it out good enough <laughs> So I just start like I'm like Google pull up a notepad and write down whatever I'm thinking. <laughs> and then I look back at those notes and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> what does it say? Oh, you cut me off. You right? I was just thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're writing a note and you forgot to pause it. That's motherfucking yeah. cut me off. And uh, so forth. <laughs> so my grandpa died. <laughs> <laughs> Now that's the transition. <laughs> my grandpa was in the car. Oh my gosh. I'm not sure what this note means. Use your turn signal, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. All the time. <laughs> nah, it's a, or I'll be at work and I'll think of something because I'm at a desk all the time and like, I don't. Sometimes I'll ignore the phone just because I don't want to talk. <laughs> I wish I could do that at work too, but my phone's automatically right. Empty. It's I try, and I definitely get back to the messages. But sometimes throughout the day, I'm like eight calls. Why do you guys have this time? <laughs> like, why are you calling people still? Yeah, I mean, that's what I think sometimes. Well, that and then people don't know how to get to the point, like in a phone call. Oh my god! I'll like be hearing these messages, and I'm like, "All right, just get to the fucking phone number," and I'll be like calling them back. I'm like, "So I'm calling you about your message, and I'm hoping (laughs) that you can reiterate that message in a uh, smaller platform for me." Can we just summarize this, please? Exactly. I I don't give a shit what your doodle did that day. Because I work with dogs and people are like, my doodle got in the pool and got a little muddy. And I'm like, I don't give a shit what your doodle did. (laughs) The first problem you did was get one. So that's your fault. (laughs) Do you you guys have doodles over there? Do you see them all the time? I don't know. What is it? uh, Is it like a. I don't even know what a doodle is. What is? It's a dog. It's I, like, I know it's a dog. It has to be like a poodle type. A poodle dude. Yeah, it, it's look. It looks like a golden retriever, but poodle. I don't think so. Whoa, where are you guys at? A golden we are uh, Northern California, in the Bay Area. You should have doodles I'm, out there, even do. miniature just, ones. Don't pay that close See, attention. What to I'm them. picturing is just like a poodle that's gold, like, like a golden, like a golden poodle. It kind of does look like that. It just looks really? like a very oh, golden like... poodle. I gotta see this. Yeah, look up the golden doodle. They have miniature <laughs> ones too. It sounds like a golden shower. No, oh God, the golden doodle. So you just bring it out of me. I'm sorry. You're welcome. Oh yeah, I've seen those. You, you deserve that. Oh my gosh! Wow! Oh, it is. It does look like a poodle, but gold. Yeah, no, I've seen these. Mm-hmm. We have okay, these. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't personally, but you don't want one. Lucky. Trust me. No, I don't. The maintenance alone, getting it done every four to six weeks for a hundred dollars or more. Doodle. Wow. Golden doodle. Wow, those are fun. It's a doodle. I just love hearing all the Karens tell me that they're purebred, and I'm like. 
Ma'am. Oh, that is a poodle mix with something. <laughs> it's a mutt. It's a Just pure like bread, it's a purebred uh, half and half. Yeah, well, uh, we'll we'll go with that. It's a half and half. Yeah. No, and and you know how women just love all these miniature things. They're like, I love a miniature dog, miniature oh, yeah. candy Putting purse, in their like, purse and carried around. Size doesn't matter. <laughs> women love small shit. Dang, I wouldn't want to carry around a dog in my purse. It'll smell like perfume and like spearmint gum. <laughs> Maybe dogs like that. <laughs> Poor dog. THC. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> my dog smells like THC. <laughs> Think about your purse then. Your dog smells nice. (laughs) I can't. We get dogs that are named after things. We had a dog come in named Indica. We had a dog named Kush. I'm like, (laughs) what is happening? (laughs) That is freaking cute. You're gonna name a dog bong. You're gonna name a dog bong. You can't (laughs) say bong. You have to name the dog water pipe. What? It's true. Those are the rules. You can't say the word. There bong. are no rules. Can't no say rules. what? <laughs> oh, you can't say bong in a, in like a smoke shop. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. So rules you have to say water. So pipe. I can't ever bring my dog bong. So we into if, a so smoke shop. she can't name her dog bong because then if she goes to a smoke shop, she'll get kicked out. Wow. I'll take my business elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and my dog bong. I. I almost said dong. Oh, never mind. Okay. Let's just keep moving. This is getting out of hand very quickly. <laughs> moving along. So, Keely, uh, I know you only, like, have been really working on it for, like, a year. But, like, I feel like you've made so much advanced movement. Um, what are you trying to, like, what's one of your biggest comedy goals right now so far? Um, I would probably say that. Um, just have a good time right now. Um, I know that it probably seems a lot of people are like, wow, you're just like moving for these bookings and just want to keep going and going. And I'm just very passionate about it. If I go somewhere with it, awesome. Right now, I'm still feel very in the beginning level with yeah. things, although I'm traveling and I'm doing shows. I haven't made it to like a Jimmy Kimmel show or Saturday Night Live or anything that a large national audience would see yet. Yeah. But hopefully someday I would love to do some voice acting with it. Want to do some acting in general. Looking to do some more improv I like that. That's awesome. Uh, I guess to to kind of piggyback off of that other question, uh, what do you kind of um, tribute to your success? Because you know, in the year you've been doing it, you've seemed pretty successful. Like, um, what's your secret? You just been hitting the ground running, or? Um, I would say just mainly networking, going to other shows, meeting new people. Yeah. I feel like a yeah. lot of people don't want to go support another show. But now I can't even go to a show now just to watch it for my friends because uh, oftentimes the booker asks me, can you do a quick five? And I'm like, okay, I'll. Oh, that's cool. They just want to put me on now. So it's just about, I think, being approachable, having a good time, them knowing that every single time I see you, you have a good time and people are laughing no matter what. But just mainly networking, making sure you have your communication. Um, don't start controversy because in this industry, everyone does talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you'll see a ripple effect. And that's why um, I kind of have just started to stick with, Let's just promote my shows, promote my stuff, and zip it up. Just have a good time. Enjoy the the ride. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. Because, yeah, then you get caught up in things, and it's he said, she said, and... The drama. And it always ends up with, like, a bar owner or 
<laughs> someone starting something. I'm like, wow, like we've had so many, uh, we were doing comedy for a while at one bar and then it got new bar owners and they're like, we don't want comedy here. Oh, Even though the patrons, like all of their patrons were kind of pissed off. They're like, we know we're in the back and we're not directly at the, cause they're there to drink and play pool and stuff. They're not there to go see the comedy show, but they're like, that was kind of the only reason why I was coming here on a Monday night. Anyways, I wanted some entertainment. So wow. it's typically just an owner thing now. Um, very rarely does it ever have to do with actual the comedy show whatsoever. It's just like you were making money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I just feel like it's a dumb move for you to like cut out like one of your only entertainment aspects at your bar. And it's like empty almost every night there. Wow. I'm like, you had the one night where your room was actually maybe had more than 15 people. Wow. What a Why would you want to get rid of that? Yeah, no, that's true. That's very true. We had a similar situation. We were doing a show and it was like at a restaurant. It was a long time ago, like over 10 years ago. Uh, my cousin worked there. And then before the first show, uh, they fired my cousin for pretty much no reason. And she was going to be our, basically our promotion person, you know, so. She was talkative, very communicative with like all the guests that went into that restaurant. She would tell them about our show. She promoted our she, first Yeah, show. she got the first show popping. Yeah. And after that, it kind of just went downhill and downhill. And we're but like, yeah. dang, why would you do that? You had people coming in here. She brought so many people here all the That's time. That's what I don't understand i'm like you had paying customers why would you yeah rid of that exactly what what are you gonna bring in karaoke (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) uh what kind of uh where have you gone to for comedy where have you traveled to and stuff and been comedy the furthest that i've gone so far is la but i've pretty much performed throughout arizona completely now i went all the way up to uh flagstaff and prescott and then I went all the way down to Bisbee, Arizona. That's right near Mexico. So I've I've pretty much just been rooting my way throughout Arizona now, seeing oh, where I cool. can pick up. Yeah. What was LA like for you? I honestly really enjoy going to LA. Um, I just got into their comedy festival, actually. Hey, congrats. So, yeah, congratulations. I saw that, the Comedy you. Plateau Festival. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm super excited. But yeah, that's where I first performed was actually, I did Lake Elsinore. I think it's Lake Elsinore or Lesinore, one of those. But that was the first California show that I ever did. And it was the first time I ever did 20 minutes. And I was just panicking. I was like, what are you going to do? Because I had only been doing it for like, maybe six months when they asked me, you want to do 20 minutes? I'm like, Sure, I know what I'm doing. We're gonna improv our way through this. That sounds and about luckily, right. <laughs> it's a rowdy crowd, so luckily you didn't really have to work hard whatsoever. It was like whatever I said. They're like, "Oh my god, you're so funny." Like, I don't think it was, but thank you, y'all. I said my name. <laughs> oh my god, yes, we know her. Do you? <laughs> Nah, I, I it was a bar show, so I was glad to get a, a pretty rowdy crowd. And then um, after that, I did another one in LA, and I performed to five comics. So, so fun! <laughs> oh my god! Like we had been promoting it for maybe a month out, and um, I didn't think I was gonna get anybody out in LA or anything. I was like, I don't know anybody out here really. I don't know what I'm doing. So I was still promoting it to the best of my ability being in another state. Mm-hmm. Although the producer was like, Oh, I thought you were in LA. And I'm oh, like, wow. I'm flattered. I I'm very flattered that you think that I'm to that level. But but also, it takes three seconds of research. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's in my bio. It says Arizona. <laughs> oh, that's just because I like them rooting, tolerant, hollering women. Arizona women got me wild. And... 
That's right. That's crazy, but, though. Yeah, I performed to five comics there, and then I was like, you know what? I don't want to just do. I don't. I don't want to drive out here to just do a bar show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still getting paid, but I definitely wanted more of a demographic of like a club, so that if I perform at a club I can also have a bar show maybe earlier in the night or later yeah. that night yeah so absolutely. That I can hit more bases and feel like I actually am there for more than just okay I did five minutes at a bar show mm-hmm. that I could yeah. have done at an open mic here right plus a comedy club sounds a lot better on, on your comedy resume than like Joe's bar and grill or whatever yeah <laughs> I want to perform there <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the best one yet. I want to bargain yeah, comedy. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. And so when you go to LA again, you're going there, I think it's June? For your yeah, it festival? should be. They're going to be sending the official dates, but the festival is from June 11th to the 17th. Oh, right that's exciting. That's like a week. Yeah, we'll see. I'm hoping that I can just crash at one of my buddy's places over there for a couple nights and then just go to the festival hit up some open mics because you guys have millions of them oh, and yeah. they start at like 3 p.m <laughs> yeah. i'm like you got a 3 p.m mic <laughs> we barely got one on a friday that's gonna be so fun plus like that's where you get like a good chunk of networking in those festivals that's what exactly. i think they're just such a great opportunity for that stuff yeah and yeah. meeting all kinds of people because I had put in a festival and I had been doing comedy for like a month. And um, it's where I had first discovered my first official joke that I was like, oh, you you wrote an actual joke. You, oh, wow. you know what you're doing. And so I went in for the wild card round and I was up against some pretty competitive comedians that have been doing it for a while. So I wasn't like, oh yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna pick the little newbie. But I also was like, you know what? That was the, the strongest set I ever had in the beginning. And now I'm like, you know what? You can do better every single time, no matter time I get off stage, even though I'm like, oh wow, that was a lot of fun. I had a really good time you still start analyzing again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing that I definitely do is I always like, I try to record it so I can listen back and, and hear yes. different things, but I definitely think about like, Oh, I did this. And I said this, or I did that. Or I always analyze my shit to death. Absolutely. Cause it's always better in the moment. And you're like, if you ever think that you, you're like, Oh my God, this is the best show I've ever done. And then you look at the recording and you're like, how high was I? <laughs> like what did, what did you think that was like had, did you have one too many <laughs> i had this set where i really i really enjoyed it um it was in santa cruz and i did a lot of crowd work on it and i was just like yes. really proud of it. i sent it to my friends i sent it to one of my friends and he was like how drunk were you and i was like oh actually, i was pretty drunk <laughs> <laughs> like i have to be drunk to talk to strangers because <laughs> yeah. actually i was pretty drunk that night so Oh, yeah, you're right. I mean, I had to be drunk to talk to my family too, so I, no judgment, no judgment at all. Well, that's good. <laughs> you could bring them into the show and do crowd work while you drink. <laughs> I've had only uh, two family members come out to a show, and they were actually like my cousins, and they were cousins that were married in. I'm like, so these married in motherfuckers love me more than my blood relatives. Oh, wow. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. And I'm, yeah, no, uh, my my married in cousins are like super supportive. They're always kind to me. They're like, they're they're open and honest about it, but they also are very supportive when when you need it. Yeah, yeah that's cool. But, um, yeah, I don't have that family demographic that a lot of people are like, I brought all my aunts and my tios and everyone else. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> right? I know. Uh, like when I'm like, you got family... 20 people yeah. that are related to you that still like you? <laughs> 
like when you do competitions and it's like audience voting and you're like, oh, well, this person's about their whole family, so I'm not going to advance. <laughs> That's what you're like. You'll see them taking pictures with like 15 people and you're like, that makes more sense. Yeah. yeah and we're like, we brought each other and we're both on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Every, like this one booker was like, you didn't bring anybody. And I'm like, looking at my partner, I'm like, I brought my number one fan. Yeah. <laughs> don't talk like that in front of him <laughs> i'm i'm definitely uh, uh in my relationship i would probably say that i'm i'm more of uh the uh you forgot my boyfriend's catch-up <laughs> instead of him like going up and say can i have some more catch i'd be like you forgot my boy stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh, I saw this meme a couple of days ago where it said, "Why do quiet guys get with with loud ass women?" And then somebody said, "Because who else is going to tell the waiter that they forgot your mashed potatoes?" <laughs> <laughs> that right there. You you gotta be with some hard women to be like, "You did not serve my man." Therefore, I gotta put in double time now. Thank yeah. you. Very- <laughs> Now you got me working here. <laughs> I don't want to work. Working for this kind of this food. Right. <laughs> Can I speak to the manager, please? <laughs> I can't. T- I I've been pulled over police with this haircut, and sometimes I'm like, I wonder if they're like scared of me because they saw like my rap sheet, or if they're like, man, I don't want to hear this woman bitch at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, excuse me, man. When is your bitching time slot? Is it now? Is it coming Not soon? Right now. Like, man, my manager don't got time for this. <laughs> it's as soon as I tell them that I I left a comedy show that I just performed in. That they're like, you have a great rest of your night. And you're like, what? <laughs> is that like a superpower now? And you're like, oh, this person says whatever the fuck they want to say. Don't mess with them. Oh my god! <laughs> we uh we got pulled over one time after leaving a comedy show, and we told every the cops, time. I, we, I was pretty, I was pretty buzzed. I was he pretty was drunk. so drunk. I admitted to having a little bit too much to drink, but I was in the passenger seat, so it didn't matter. The cop came up and saying, "How's it going tonight?" And Sam was like, "I'm drunk. I drank. <laughs> I've been drinking like, a lot." <laughs> um, but she, we had told the cop, the the cops that we had just come from a comedy show, and uh, he let us off with a warning, but he goes. To my wife, to Athena, he goes, You got a little bit of a lead foot there. <laughs> he acted like... like he made the most fucking killer joke of the evening. <laughs> and he was just gonna laugh with it. Oh, I just oh my it. God. I'm like, Oh my God. So hard. <laughs> I'm like, You made me pull over in this fucking dark wooded area. I'm brown. Oh, I'm scared. And here I'll be I'm brown. I'll blend in with the forest. <laughs> too because really in the middle of nowhere we had to like pull oh my God, it was up so dark. all this little hill like around the corner and they pulled up behind us i was so scared so the only way that we could leave is if they backed out first yeah it was yeah it was weird it was a weird situation it was so scary but he said it all like proud of him like got a little bit of a lead foot <laughs> and i'm like oh my God. I'm like don't kill me just you're like, like are you my grandpa right now right <laughs> Like, sir, do you want a comedy special? I was like, I thought you were chasing me. <laughs> like, you were so close to my ass. <laughs> like, I hate that I can't see police until their lights are on. I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> until it's too late. <laughs> You're like, oh, man, I really did it this time. <laughs> They're always so nice to me. And I don't, like, I, I probably know why. But I'm also like, wow. You guys are fucked up. <laughs> oh my gosh! Good times. But yeah, that was a that was an eventful evening for us. Yes, it was. Do you uh do you have any like projects or anything you're working on? Anything coming yeah. up? Like like for for show wise or just whatever in your life, yeah, entertainment wise, career on. wise. Um, I'm I'm pretty. Uh... I'm pretty slowing down until about the festival time. I only have two more shows coming up this month. I'm doing the Sotal Modern Cocktail Kitchen. Ooh. And uh, 
that's the rooftop cocktail kitchen in Gilbert. It's the only one in Arizona. Oh, that sounds so, pretty amazing. I love performing on rooftops. I'm like, wow, this is way better. I don't think I ever have. <laughs> you got to try it. Um, well, I'm going to go up on my roof with a little speaker tonight. Oh my God. <laughs> I used to do that. I'd go up on my roof and start like singing and, and talking to nobody as if I was like having an audience. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's always been a little weird. I That's was like, what, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm singing Mariah Carey and asking how the audience feels about my presentation. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever get any good feedback on it? <laughs> well, that must have been that crickets. Oh, no wonder so <laughs> you know, turn that fucking radio off. You're like, it's not a radio. <laughs> this is my indoor voice. <laughs> nah, um, but yeah, I have that one. And then I'm at El Charo's at the end of the month. And that's about it. Or just some pretty chill um, bars. Going to hit up some open mics. Check out some other people's shows. Hell yeah. Try and get my extra five on there. <laughs> yeah, nice. And you got the festival coming up. That's really exciting. Oh yeah, that's gonna be I think so that fun. that's pretty much it with with what's coming up on on the radar right now. We'll see okay. how everything goes. Exactly. You never that's know. Cool. Next week, you might have another idea for something cool too. Yeah, absolutely. Got to get that kids' mic off the ground. I think that'd be really fun. That is so. Exciting. I would love to do that. that I want to so find. Cool. The it's right. an incredible idea, though. It's like mm-hmm. an untapped market, too, in a way. Because a lot of my friends have kids that are of age. I would probably at least set it like, can they articulate? Like, not can they articulate because it's not about that. Um, it's more or less how how comfortable would they be? And it's parental guidance obviously mm-hmm. but yeah. i would definitely love to at least range it from like five to 12 years old and uh well like maybe that. we'll minimize it because 12 year olds are getting a little a little hazy now i'm like you say we're <laughs> yeah. and it's true they're gonna they're if gonna be roasting people <laughs> I I wasn't doing that at twelve. I had the under. I had a shirt like this with spaghetti straps over it. I wasn't showing nothing. I was. (laughs) I was told to be prim and proper, and now these kids are like, you know, I'm having sex. I'm like, what? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Like (laughs) you're like you don't even have to right now. Like (laughs) I'm like, dude. You know who's gonna gonna help you out every time and won't ever disappoint you? Yourself. So <laughs> Yeah. That, that's what that, just just say that to every kid. Go fuck yourself, you know? <laughs> they they really need to go back to the the times where <laughs> it was okay. Like it, it was better to walk in on my brother, you know, just just oh wanking it out instead of there's a woman in there. <laughs> yeah, because you have an extra person to deal with. <laughs> More uncomfortable that way. I just hated eating dinner with them later that night. I'm like, oh, I saw something. <laughs> pass the potatoes. Wait, don't pass. <gasps> Please don't touch my potatoes. <laughs> I saw where your hands were. You did you wash up for dinner? <laughs> wash again. I didn't know we were having tuna for dinner, but thank you for that. Oh man, hell yeah! Oh, this has been fun. Um, I guess the yes. next thing to say is fuck you for joining us. Yeah, fuck you for th- for inviting me. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah! You want to uh, you want to plug your social media? Yeah, um, everything's at killer.keely. I think my name shows up there perfect. They'll be able to spell it out. Good for them. So it's complicated for them. I might never end up on a novelty mug, but I will end up in your mouth later tonight. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But yeah, uh, killer.keely, everything. Um, I'm on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, OnlyFans, whatever you need, whatever you desire. 
Oh yeah. That's awesome. You can find me at Funky Sam Medina. I'm on pretty much everything except for OnlyFans. <laughs> oh dang. And you can find me at She Shines for You, all spelled out, no numbers. And Athena Rodriguez Comedy on Facebook. And everything else is at Hypothetical Comedy. Hell yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs>